Happy belated 4th of July, America. Hope everyone had a wonderful celebration of our great country. Unless you're of British descent, of course. <laughs> British, we got our independence and we ain't going back. You can try it if you want, King Charles. I know we may look like we're in disarray, but you ain't getting these colonies back. trouble in the country right now, but we're, we're going to muddle through it. We're going to muddle through it, just like we're going to muddle through this podcast, because here's what we're going to do. I got three episodes in me. I was going to do an episode on affirmative action. That was the plan. But I also wanted to address some comments from past episodes, comments in reference to inflation and corporate greed, how it's just frustrating me, frustrating me that people still don't see the big picture when it comes to that. But then I also wanted to address a non-comment from an episode I did explaining my opinion, my humble opinion, of what could be some reasons that people support Donald Trump that don't have to do with just simple stupidity or racism or what people want to think. Wanted to give some alternatives to that question that everyone seems to want to ask a million times on social media. Why could these people, how could these people, how could these people still support Donald Trump? I don't understand it. Explain it to me. This is what people ask. They always link some crazy or outrageous thing that Donald Trump recently said with the question, why do people support Donald Trump? So I figured, well, I'll do an episode explaining why people support Donald Trump. Lo and behold, after I finished the episode, I went to post it on Twitter and there was the question with a link to something crazy. Why do people support Trump? So I responded back to that person. Hey, if you're really curious, check this out and link the episode of the podcast where I gave some reasons. And then I said, your feedback is welcome. Please. I'm saying, tell me what you think. Do you agree with anything I said? Do you disagree with anything I said? What do you think? Well, of course, no response, no reply. No reply. Why? Probably because my podcast doesn't exist within that person's bubble. They're just asking a rhetorical question, I guess. They really don't want to know the answer why people support Donald Trump. Now, stick with me here. You may be thinking, oh, man, again with this with this Trump. Uh, stick with me. I think this is going to be worth your time. I think I'm going to say some things here that you're going to find what are my three eyes. You're going to find interesting, informative and entertaining. Right. The three eyes of this podcast interesting, informative, entertaining. I leave out one eye. I leave out the eye agreement. I don't expect you to find agreement here. And if you're new to the podcast, you're thinking, oh, this guy can't spell for anything. Stay with me. I'm going to leave out agreement in this because I don't think people are going to agree with what I say, but I'm hoping it'll be interesting. It'll be informative. It'll be entertaining. And that will hopefully set us up for the next two episodes that I'm going to put up very quickly within the next day or two on affirmative action and inflation and corporate greed. Because if we can kind of let our guard down on Trump, on Donald Trump, and have a breakthrough, 
where people go, ah, I didn't think of it that way, then we can certainly let our guard down on affirmative action and inflation. All right. So here we go. Before I start, remember, and for the new listeners, the comparison group is the audience. It's you and I. You know, people tune in. Oh, I don't hear only one person talking. Who's the comparison group? The comparison group is for anyone who wants to be in the control group, the control group, the group you look to to find normal, reasonable, sane, consistent people. We're the last line of defense in this country against stupidity, craziness, hypocrisy and bias. In the comparison group, we love consistency. We love brutal honesty and we love solutions. We love solutions and suggestions and ideas. We don't want people who just tell us what's wrong. We want people who tell us, here's a way to fix it. So with that being the case, I recognize, I understand the reality of this podcast taking off and making me rich is a billion to one. I know that. If I was trying to do a podcast to get rich, I'd come on here and I'd incoherently ramble, uh, you know, Gavin Newsom and Hunter Biden are secretly lovers and proof is coming soon. I'm going to get your proof on that. Or I'd come on here and I'd say, hey, did you hear Nancy Pelosi dropped her cocaine at the White House and proof is coming soon? I'm going to get your proof on that. Or I'd come on and I'd say, hey, listen, Donald Trump stole nuclear secrets so he could sell them and he's going to jail for it very soon. Now, that last one may not sound so outrageous to people. I don't know. I honestly don't know. But in thinking about it in a reasonable way, I said, it doesn't make sense to me that Donald Trump stole nuclear secrets so that he could sell them didn't make sense to me. I've asked a bunch of questions in the past when they talk about how classified, how secret, how sacred and and solemn it is to even be able to look at these documents. I said, well, how do you get them out of this skiff, this secure room, out of the vault, wherever they keep them? To Mar-a-Lago. How did that happen? I don't understand. Nobody will explain it. So for that reason alone, it didn't make sense to me. So I tried to come up with an alternative reason why Donald Trump may have had these classified documents. And here's what I said. Number one, the reason Donald Trump had all of those documents, in my opinion, is because he hates it when people write things down. We know this about him at this point. Donald Trump doesn't use email. He hates it when anyone around him uses emails. He hates it when anyone around him writes anything down. He forces people who get within two feet of him to sign a a non-disclosure so that you can't talk about anything you saw or heard while you were around him. In other words, he hates evidence. And so that's, to me, at this point, looking at it, listening to everything everyone is saying, That's why he took those documents, because they're evidence. Now, you say, evidence of what? Who knows? Who knows? That's the crazy part. He doesn't even know. So that's what I said in the beginning of the episode, why people support Donald Trump. That's what I said about his classified documents indictment. That's what made sense to me at the time. I felt like Donald Trump took dozens of boxes of documents Because within those documents is something embarrassing or personal to him that he doesn't want people to know. And I don't even know if he knows for sure that something like that is in there. 
He just doesn't want it to get out if it is. Now, you might say, well, come on now. Come on now. But nuclear secrets, classified nuclear secrets, our most sacred secrets, as Morning Joe on MSNBC keeps telling us, these are our most sacred secrets. Well, I need an explanation from the person who's supposed to guard our most sacred and secret nuclear top secret uh, whatever. I need an explanation from them as much as I do from Donald Trump. Unless, again, you want to believe, like Morning Joe keeps wanting to tell you, Donald Trump stole these documents. He stole these documents. And we don't know what he was planning on doing with them. He was probably looking to sell them. We'll speculate that he was looking to sell them. Well, how'd he steal them? What do you, you think he was suspending himself from the ceiling Mission Impossible style in the secret skiff or the secret vault where these documents are kept? How did he get them out of the White House? How did he get them out of wherever they're supposed to be kept, our most sacred secrets? I want an explanation to that. And if there is no reasonable explanation to that, or we don't want to wait for the investigation to tell us exactly how that happened, which is what you're supposed to do if you're being consistent, not convict them of stealing documents until there's been an investigation on exactly how they ended up in those boxes at Mar-a-Lago, then you have to look for an alternative reason. Here's what Donald Trump said. After I did that episode, Donald Trump did an interview, and here's what he said when he was asked the question about having those documents. I have every right to have those boxes. We they were didn't talking. ask for it. No. And they said, I gave can you give some, the documents back? And we were talking. And then they said they went to DOJ to subpoena you to get them Which back. they've never done before. Right. And in well, all why finance, not just hand them over then? Because I had a boxes. I want to go through the boxes and get all my personal things out. I don't want to hand that over. These boxes were interspersed with all sorts of things. Uh, golf shirts, clothing, pants, shoes. There were many things. I would say much, much more. Not that I know of, but not that I know of. Fox News is Brit Hume. That's what he said in an interview with Brett Baer from Fox News after I did my podcast. So either he listened to my podcast and said, oh, that's a good excuse. I'll say I had personal stuff in there, but I believe him. I believe him. I believe he finally got to the actual reason why he took all those boxes. Do I believe he's worried about golf shirts, clothes? Of course not. Of course not. Read between the lines. He's worried about personal stuff. Personal stuff. Read between the lines with Donald Trump. We assume because we want what's juicy. We all want to act like we're in an episode of West Wing in this world. We want what's juicy. We want to believe there's something criminal going on, which Donald Trump makes that abundantly easy because he's so doggone shady. He just cannot tell the truth from the get-go, and so we believe, well, there must have been something criminal. There must have been something sneaky he was trying to do, just like with his taxes. He would not give up those taxes for anything. So we said, there's got to be something criminal in there. When we finally got him, nope, just something embarrassing. Just something embarrassing. Now, I ask you, comparison group, audience, if Donald Trump wasn't got a physical which he has to do every year as president, and he put down his medications, which he has to do, or they found out what his medications he was taking, and he was taking Viagra? Do you think Donald Trump would go all the way to the Supreme Court to hide that? Your doggone rootin' tootin' he would. Excuse my language. Your doggone rootin' tootin' he would. He would go all the way to the Supreme Court and argue, these are my boxes and you cannot have them back, if he thought something like that was in there. I know that's not as juicy. 
I know that's not as as fun as Morning Joe sitting there speculating about Donald Trump selling nuclear secrets to our enemies, but it's what makes more sense to me. It's more Trump-like. He knows for four years everything he said was documented, and that drives him crazy. Who knows what crazy, wacky, outrageous, criminal, offensive thing he said behind closed doors? Even he doesn't know. And that's what he's worried about getting out there. And that's what he wanted to take those boxes and go through those boxes and take out anything that was going to be embarrassing to him before he returned those boxes. But unfortunately, he can't trust just anybody to go through the boxes. So even though he had them for over a year, he couldn't get through it. He couldn't go through them all. I'm sorry. It just makes more sense. If he wanted to sell classified documents, uh, uh, listen to me now. If he wanted to sell classified documents, make copies and sell them. What do you think? Russia or Israel or Pakistan says, oh, no, we need the originals. We need the originals. No notarized copies. Like you're going to escrow or something. They don't care how they get that information. They copy it, take a picture of it, whatever. Put it on a disk, put it on a hard drive. Just just give us the information. So if he wanted to do that, he could have done it in a year and a half. He had those documents. But then again, once he finds out that they know he's got those documents, well, then isn't the jig up? Then he can't sell them because if they they know, they know he's got them. So he's got to turn them over. Unless, of course, he's going, oh, I don't want people knowing. I don't want people knowing what's in these documents. I got personal stuff in here. I am now convinced, 100% convinced that Donald Trump is a secret double agent for the United States government because it's physically impossible for one man to be this stupid. So he's got to be working for the CIA, pretending to be a useful idiot for the Russians. Or, or are we the useful idiots for the Russians following this maniac down every single rabbit hole he takes us? Following the media down every single rabbit hole they take us, weakening our country in the process. Is Donald Trump the useful idiot or are we the useful idiot for not using our common sense, for not saying consistently, let's let the investigation play out and see what it comes up with. And here's the capper. Here's the capper. The excuse Donald Trump is finally giving for the classified documents which I think is the closest to the truth, is almost identical to what Hillary Clinton said. Identical. I didn't do anything wrong. Other secretaries of state had a private server. I had private personal emails mixed in with the classified stuff. Didn't even know I had the classified stuff. And I wanted to go through, go through to take out my personal stuff, to delete my personal stuff, which Hillary said, Hey, listen, it was just emails about yoga classes and our daughter's wedding. And right-wing media reacted exactly the same way left-wing media is reacting to Trump. They said, yeah, right, Hillary, yoga, yoga classes, your daughter's wedding. Just like they're saying, yeah, right, Donald, golf shirts. Right-wing media wanted to know who really saw that classified information Hillary had on that server. Left-wing media wants to know who really has been seeing those classified documents that Donald Trump has or had. In Hillary's case, 
We may never know. In Donald Trump's case, who saw the stuff? Probably anybody, any woman he was trying to impress, anybody trying to write a book about him. He'll show it to anybody. But the fact is, both of them behaved irresponsibly, perhaps illegally. Trump, because he wouldn't give the stuff back and kept lying about it. And Hillary, because she or her staff deleted her emails after, confirmed by the investigation, she deleted the emails after she received a subpoena for them, which could be seen as obstruction of justice. Why is that so hard? Why is that so hard to say it consistently based on the facts of what we know as much as we know? And we don't know everything. So how can we form a solid, firm opinion of what we think happened when we don't even have all the information? But based on what we know, why is that so hard to say, yeah, both of them behaved poorly. Both of them probably should have been indicted for something. And maybe both of them should go to jail. But probably not. Probably slap on the wrist based on their positions. One a president, the other a secretary of state. Got to give a little leeway for stupidity in those cases. That's all. That's all. When you're such a high public figure, I can understand people going, I don't want my personal information getting out there. I'm a nobody and I don't want my personal information getting out there. <laughs> so I can understand a Donald Trump or a Hillary Clinton having an email or a document or a piece of paper with something embarrassing on it that they don't want getting out there. And so they try and keep it from the public. I get it. I get it. I understand. So how illegal was it? How much did it hurt the country? Let the investigation decide that. And then after you have the investigation, accept the findings of the investigation. That's all. Why is that so hard? Oh, I know why. Because it's not profitable to do that. It's not profitable to be consistent. It's not profitable to be honest. It's not profitable to be patient. That doesn't get people worked up and yelling, lock him up, lock him up, or lock her up, lock her up. Doesn't get the passions inflamed. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to get passion inflamed. I'm trying to get people's brains inflamed. I want my brain inflamed. I want my, well, that sounds stupid. I want my brain working overtime to try and think as opposed to just accepting what I'm being told from one side or the other. And hopefully by doing the show that way, people will find it interesting, informative, entertaining. Rather than doing it solely for profit, how do I make money? How can I make money at this? What do I need to tell people to get them to like me, to get them to agree with me so I can make money? Hopefully by doing it in a way where people get answers, whether they agree or disagree with the answer, I'll give you an answer. Hopefully that'll grow in popularity and we'll get more of it. It's hard. Believe me, it is. It's no fun. Not always getting five-star ratings <laughs> because people don't like what you say. Trust me. I'd like to get five-star ratings, but I know I shouldn't expect it. I know I shouldn't talk in a way where people will just always go, oh, five-star, five-star. Oh, loved it. Five-star. Not helping the country. Not that I'm here to save the country. Don't want you to think that. But the people who do it, they're not helping the country. They're not helping our cause. So if I think it helps... As long as people want to just keep asking the question, whether they're asking it rhetorically or not, why do people support Donald Trump? I'll keep trying to give an answer. I'll just keep trying to give an answer. So the answer to the question once again, and to add to my episode why people support Trump, I look to the movie, lean on me, 
starring Nelson Mandela as Principal Joe Clark. What's that? Oh, starring Morgan Freeman as Principal Joe Clark. Take a listen. I hope you can hear that. Okay. (laughs) So you tell me you can't substitute out principal and Mr. Clark and put in president and Mr. Trump. You can't tell me that it appears people are saying, oh, we're going to give you a good president. And people are saying back, we don't want a good president. We want Mr. Trump. Tell me that's that's not how it feels sometime. And you hear, I you know, kind of I had to end the clip, but you hear the woman there saying, you may think you know what you want. And I swear that's how it feels sometimes when I talk to people who are Trump supporters. We're going to give you what you need. You don't need Trump. You don't really want Trump. You think you do, but you don't. Let us explain to you all the reasons why Trump is bad. Don't waste your time. It's a waste of time. He's going to protect my gun rights. He's going to secure the border. He's going to protect innocent unborn babies. And he's going to piss off liberals. That's it. That's it. That's all I need. Oh, but he's not presidential. Well, that just means he speaks his mind. He doesn't sugarcoat things. Talks like I talk. But he's a liar. Yeah, so what? Everybody lies. Biden's a bigger liar. Here's a whole bunch of examples you can find on conservative media anytime you care to listen. Is what they'll say. Yeah, but he doesn't protect our most secret and sacred classified information, says who? The corrupt FBI is what they'll say. But he grabs women by the hey, nanner, nanner. Hey, he can grab mine too. We elected a president, not a saint, is what they'll say. So now Republicans want to come up with an alternative. So what do they come up with? Ron DeSantis? Look, if he gets the nomination, Republicans will vote for him, but he's about as inspiring as a factory ringtone. Chris Christie? This ain't no pie-eating contest. Mike Pence, he's worse than a liar because he's phony. He has to be. Because if he wants to run against Trump, he has to deny who he was for the four years he was with Trump. That's phony. The only thing people hate more than a liar is someone who's phony. Nikki Haley, she's afraid to even utter Trump's name when she criticizes him. Not a John McCain in the bunch. No one even close to a John McCain in that bunch. Not even a Mitt Romney to be quite honest with you. And I give the state of Utah credit. I'll give the state of Utah credit for something. In 2016, when Hillary ran against Trump, the state of Utah, 21% of the people voted for a third candidate. They voted for Evan McMullen. 21%, the highest by far of any state. I think the next closest state that voted for a third choice was like 9%. Because Utah, the people of Utah said, look, we're not Democrats. We're not voting blue. But Trump goes against everything we believe in. A lot of the people, he doesn't represent our values and we're not going to vote for him. And so what the country has to figure out is you got to have another candidate that people can legitimately get behind and support. The Republicans really have to figure this out. A normal Republican candidate that protects the Second Amendment, that protects the border, that, you know, hey, listen, is conservative on abortion, but is normal, is reasonable, is rational, is sane. And the Democrats got to attack him. The Democrats have to attack that person. Back off of Trump and attack 
that person. The more you attack Trump, the more you focus on Trump, the more his poll numbers will continue to go up, the more galvanized his base will be behind him. Find an alternative on the Republican side. Democrats, focus your attention on that purpose, On excuse me, on that person and make Trump the illegitimate candidate that we all know he is and his support will start to fade. I've said it before and I will continue to say it. Why do people support Donald Trump? Another reason, because you don't want them to. Oh, what are we doing? We're dancing? We're dancing now? Okay, I'll dance. Sure, I'll dance. Go ahead. Lay down a piece of cardboard on the floor. I'll break dance. I'll spin on my head for you. I'll spin on my head for this country. You're doggone right, I will. All you got to do is remember to rate the show, to share the show, to follow the show, so you can get new episodes for free. But you also got to remember, don't be cruel. Don't be cruel to one another, America. Watch me dance. Watch me go. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora. You know where to find the show. Don't make me tell you over and over again. You go find that show and you subscribe to it. I will see you very quickly with new episodes. The Affirmative Action episode and the Inflation kicking me off episode so keep an eye out for those i'll see you next time the heck was that nonsense that wasn't me that was the song you